Hey, it's Jamie here. And before we start the show today, I thought I'd talk to you about something that's been on my mind. With the busy holiday season just around the corner, you've probably already started planning your parties and get-togethers. But if you're anything like me, this is a really stressful time. What do you serve? When do you do the work? How about cleanup? Well, let me introduce you to Chef Jean at Try Thai Tonight. By visiting Try Thai Tonight, you can book a service where Chef Jean and her team will come into your house and prepare a delicious, authentic, four-course Thai dinner for you and your guests. And if you want to take it up a level, she can actually do a demonstration in front of your guests where they learn how to prepare what they're going to eat. That means that they leave your party with a pocket full of recipes. What a cool gift idea that is. So check out Try Thai Tonight on Facebook or visit www.trytitonight.com and begin planning your stress-free, delicious Thai experience today. I'm Jamie Dew, and this is a show of strength. Hey, it's Jamie here. It's the second Sunday of the month, which means it's time for Crazy Eights. And this is the ninth iteration of Crazy Eights. Wow, can you believe it? I have managed to produce and book a show for nine consecutive months. We have raised some cash for the MDAO, the Mood Disorder Association of Ontario, during these nine months. We've made a lot of people laugh, and we've smashed some stigma. So this is really fucking cool. I am sick. I am not weak, people. I can't tell you enough how excited I was for Thursday, October 25th, 2018. This was the all-star edition of Crazy Eights. What does that mean, you ask? Well, I invited back all previous winners, and in some cases, their runners up. So we had eight comedians who had been on the stage. They had worn the sash or come really close to wearing the sash, and they competed. Not only did they compete, they competed in front of a sellout audience. This was our first sellout, the first of many, I hope. If you're listening to this and you want to come out next month, please visit our website and do so. Let me stop with the blah, blah, blah right now and... Let's have some laughs. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight. This is really, really fantastic uh, to not see. Now I can see. To um, to be able to see everybody here tonight. This is really, really great. Wow, this is the biggest room we've had so far. Yeah. Yes. And that only makes sense because this is the biggest show we've done so far, you see? So we've got a big room. We've got a big show for you. It's going to be fantastic. If any of you don't know, my name is Jamie Dew. I run a, a charitable organization called A Show of Strength. This is the two-year anniversary of A Show of Strength. Something I created about, yeah. Something I created about two years ago. Since that time, we've uh, managed a, a big fundraiser. We've done nine of these events. I've done uh, over 120 podcasts. 
and we have raised collectively, we have fundraised almost $15,000 to give to various mental health charities across <laughs> Toronto. So, holy fuck, that's amazing. Um, it is absolutely crazy. <laughs> So tonight you are in for uh, the best show that we've done so far. We've invited back every comedian who has won this event or been a runner-up at this event, and we've got a really great selection of comics for you. We've got a really great selection of door prizes for you. We've got a prize from David's Tea, a prize from Starbucks, a prize from Long Slice, and an exceptional prize from Second City as well. So if you've got raffle tickets, we'll be doing that at the end. If you haven't got raffle tickets, you can get them at the intermission. We couldn't do this without Long Slice Brewery. Uh, they've been sponsoring the show for nine months, and they do a really wonderful thing for us. I can't thank them enough. David isn't here right now, but if you see him later on, give him a high five or something because it's exceptional what they're doing for us. Yeah. Yeah, you can cheer. You can cheer for that. That's all right. Okay, a couple little housekeeping things. I, I want to issue a trigger warning off the top. There is some... Um, comedy tonight that could be triggering and we have some resources at the back you can see me uh, I've got some phone numbers that I can set you up with if anything is particularly triggering or if you just need to you know step outside that's fine as well um, that's important check in with your strong friends and check in with uh, everybody that you need to you know whether you're at a comedy event or just anywhere it's really really important um, in terms of housekeeping, I want to tell you that uh, we've got some representatives from Second City here tonight. They've got a really great program that they're doing, Anxiety for, uh, <laughs> anxiety for Workshops. <laughs> <laughs> workshops for Anxiety. You can talk to them at the back uh, if you have any questions about that. They will be glad to give you that information. Um, everybody should have got a ballot. If they didn't, get it at the intermission. The ballot has your list of eight comedians. You tonight will be charged with choosing two of these comedians, one from the first section of four and one from the second section of four. Uh, that sounds really complicated. If you want, just pick two. That's cool, too. <laughs> but they're going to be given a prize. They're each going to be given $50 tonight. So they're up here uh, entertaining you and working real hard to try, and, um, to try and earn some bucks, too. So I hope we can do that and have a lot of fun tonight. I don't have much else to say other than I really thank, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Um, this is something that means a real great deal to me. And uh, I didn't think that this was particularly something that I would be able to pull off. And here we are, we've pulled it off. So, cool. Yeah. Speaking of pulling it off, let me bring up your host. Uh, my good friend, uh, somebody who approached me after the second time, or after the first time they, they performed on the show, they approached me and they said, you know what, I, I like what you're doing and it would be really cool if we could partner and he's been a tremendous partner and he's a great friend and he's your host for the evening. His name is Kyle Bergstresser. Give it up for him. The part of that that Jamie left out is where I was like, I think you might die if you keep hosting and producing this. <laughs> I think from your sweat and shake levels, I think we need to figure something out. So I saved his life, whatever. He forgot to mention that I'm a hero as well. 
no, this is a great show. I love it to death. I love it. Uh, I feel so safe here. I feel so okay here. It's always amazing crowds that come to this, and it really makes me feel comfortable. And uh, really, honestly, all of that is just to say I'm going to try a new thing right now. <laughs> Because of that. But it is really because of that. That's not just like a shitty segue. I want to tell you this thing that, that uh, happened. All right, here we go. So the other day, I saw this truck. All right, I know. Everybody's already on the edge of their seat. It's almost not even fair. It's too good what I have to say, you know? Wait, hold on. I was looking at my phone. Did this guy just say he saw a truck? Now I'm interested. You know, in this day and age, it's really hard to get the attention of the average person. Everybody's so distracted by technology. You almost don't want to waste something like that. Please take this, use it. All comedians, if you want to get the crowd back on your side when it seems that they've tuned out, Please feel free to use this, but don't abuse it. The phrase, I saw a truck recently. <laughs> it's invincible, sweetie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It sucks. But listen, I got more to say about this truck. I was, uh, I was biking, and I saw this truck, and it was one of these trucks that's a real. It wasn't just like, well, I'm a truck. It was like, I'm a truck. You know those trucks? Those trucks that are like, oh, you better believe I'm a truck. It was all low but high. It was like wide, but it was like, ah! You know one of those? <laughs> And I loved it. I, every time I see one of those trucks, I'm like, ah, is that cute or what? When you see one of those trucks where you know the guy's like, I just want it to sort of feel like a tank. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I want it to sort of feel like it could drive in the desert. Like, just, I'm mostly going to go to no frills, but like, <laughs> it's cool to pretend. I saw one of those and I loved it. I wanted to make fun of it. And the reason I wanted to make fun of it is in the back of this truck is there was a spider web. The guy had made, I guess so in the box, he had, there's like these bars and in between the two bars at the back, he had put a bunch of bungee cords and they made it look like a spider web. And he put a spider on the spider web. And I was like, even cuter. Like I wanted to make fun of him and I should, but at the same time, I was just like, how cute is that? Not only are you like, yeah, my truck's a tank, but also you're doing crafts. You know what I mean? <laughs> How cute is that? But the thing is, I don't think this guy thinks that that's cute. Like, that's my problem with that. The reason I feel okay making fun of it is I know he's just like, yeah, it's a fucking spider. What are you going to do, you know? I wish I could just go to people that do stuff like that and be like, oh, you know? Like, just be like, oh, baby. <laughs> You're fun. This is fun. You're like tank guy, spider guy. I don't know. It's just like, that's crafts, man. You had, like, I... I I, if they could just admit that, I'd be fine with all these truck guy, car guys. If they could just be like, yeah, I did a craft, you know? But I don't think they would. I think if you told them that, they'd get mad. But listen, you had an idea, okay? And then you bought supplies, and you made that idea. That's craft, sweetheart. I'm sorry. And don't think it's lost on me when I saw this truck. I realize it's October, so guess what? That's seasonal crafts, honey. <laughs> Okay, you're doing seasonal crafts. Put it on Pinterest, okay? Hashtag October, hashtag spooky but fun, hashtag whatever else you want. You're doing crafts, my babe. That's all I'm trying to say to this guy. I, I wish... I wish that these kind of people would be so cool about that. That's the thing, though, is they're in this persona. Like, they're doing this thing that seems harmless, right? They're like the guy version of, a, like, a manic pixie dream girl, kind of, right? They're always lost in their own thoughts, just imagining that they're off-roading or, like, just imagining that they're, like, in a fight with someone that broke into their house, you know? <laughs> or just, like, shaking with rage, remembering the time their friend Dan misgendered their truck, you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> Fords are girls, you know, like that kind of. If that, that's fine, but it's just like you can't. 
manic pixie dream girls are just like, I might go to Paris. And you're like, that's harmless. Do your thing. You're weird. Do your thing. But these guys are just, if part of your pretending is also like voting away reproductive rights, you know, maybe we got to step in. I'm broad strokes here, but you know the kind of guy I'm talking about, all right? I grew up in a small town. I can say pretty confidently these are all, these guys have all of those qualities, you know? They're the kind of guy, yeah, I don't know. They're just, they're not good. Listen. <laughs> There's more to this. I feel like I've painted the picture enough, though. <laughs> Just every time you see a guy in a truck, knock on his window and be like, mm. <laughs> Just like it's cute what you're doing. Mm, what else? Took the subway here. The old TTC, the subway. You guys seen this? You heard about this? Now we're doing stand-up. Is this stand-up or what? <laughs> Took the, I took the TTC here, and I always laugh when I go down the subway station because on the subway cars, there's a sticker on, like, every car that says, like, voted transit system of the year or whatever, nationwide. And I always laugh. People, people make fun of that because they're like, whoa, voted transit system of the year. It's not very good. Listen, it's fine. It's good. I'm from Winnipeg. Your system's good. Winnipeg does not have – you guys have subways and streetcars. Winnipeg has buses. Full stop. We don't even have Uber. Buses, that's it. It's not good there, okay? We started to build a subway, and then some of that classic, shameful Winnipeg humility came in, and we're like, everyone will hate it, never mind. Like, we, just, we just quit in the middle. We made it like two blocks underground, they're like, fuck it, it's stupid. We just turned it into the worst underground mall of all. It's just five shoppers drug marts competing with each other. And they're all thriving, because we have nothing else. <laughs> Where else am I going to buy my toilet paper and Tylenol, you know? People who shop alphabetically. Um. <laughs> but anyway, I just, I laughed because it's like, yeah, I guess you could make fun of how it's like, oh, it's not that good. You know what the real joke about that transit system thing is, though? It's like, okay, one, voted best in Canada. Like, I'm in Toronto. Do you, I'm not going to go somewhere else. Like, I'm not going to go to Vancouver and take the subway. Like, it's... I'm here. And also, I'm already, like, down here. I paid. I'm not here because, like, why are you advertising to me? You don't need to sell me on it. I'm down here, man. Like, it's, we're married. Quit asking me out kind of thing, right? Like, I'm not here because I have other options. I'm here because this is it for me. Who are they picturing? Somebody who's just, like, coming down the stairs to the subway being like, oh, I wonder if I should... Uh, no awards? Yeah, no, maybe I'll just buy a car. <laughs> Is that who they think? Like, that's their clientele for that? That's so stupid, man. We're, that's, that's not how that works. It's like, uh, it's like you ever seen that when you go, it, you'll go on like, uh, not that I ever would, but you'll go on a porn site. Not that, I, again, not that I ever would. But uh, I heard there's naked babes on there and stuff. And, well, that sounds fine. Um, no, I've seen a naked babe once, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I... But you'll go and there'll be ads for like single ladies or like dating ads, things like that. It'll be like, ooh, hot singles in your area, ooh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, dude, I knew about sex with a person. <laughs> you know I knew about that, right? I'm here because like that's not available to me. Like I was aware about that. That's not, that's why, that's why you don't see ads for the keg in like the McDonald's bathroom. That's why, because it's just like, no, I knew about the keg. I'm at McDonald's because the keg won't have me. Does that make sense to you? That's where I'm at right now. All right. Are you guys feeling good? Do you feel like you're ready to start the show?
this first comedian, this might lead to some confusion because there's a guy here who thinks he's first, but he's not because he fucked around. Don't worry, we're going to figure that out. This first comedian, she volunteered to go first because she knows she's a fucking powerhouse, all right? And yes, you can swear at this show. And she's a fucking powerhouse. She's a badass. She hosts hosts, uh, several shows around the city. She speaks much better than I do. Uh, Please... Put your hands together for former champion, Lucy Gervais! Hello, my name is Lucy, and I look like if the girl from Clueless put on a really lazy Beetlejuice costume. Uh, so that's fun. I, uh, I don't like catcalling, and I don't like it when people try to tell me that it's a compliment. Because uh, you know it's not a compliment? That's not a compliment. No, that's a weird question if we're going to categorize it, but not a compliment at all. You know, it is a compliment, though. You look like you keep a beautiful home. Oh, my God, thank you. Thank you, strange man on the street. You should put your pants back on, but I appreciate it nonetheless. I think women should take catcalling back because we actually know how to give compliments, right? Like, you know what I'd really love to scream off a construction site? Hey, girl, is that an asymmetrical haircut? You don't look gay or straight. (laughs) Sorry I called you girl a second ago. I don't know if that's your gender identity or not. Another thing I'd like to yell, (laughs) maybe this time from a van, let's mix it up. Maybe I could yell, uh, oh, hey, girl, did you find jeans that fit? That's not easy for everybody. Good job. Okay, do these look like jeans to you? No, these are a few pieces of clothing that almost make up one pair of pants. And if you didn't laugh at that, check your privilege, okay? I don't like catcalling, because not only is it annoying, most people don't realize it's actually traumatizing. Give it up if you've been traumatized by someone, uh, usually a man that's yelled something at you on the street. Give a round of applause. It can be really scary, right? And I had something really, really scary happen to me the other day where I was threatened on my way to work. I didn't like it at all, but the way the guy said it made it sound like a compliment. It was really confusing. I had just gone, it was 6.40 in the morning. I just gone to McDonald's because it was the only place that was open. It was at Queen and Spadinas. Kind of scary neighborhood. Got my coffee and I was gonna go to work so I could be there on time for seven. I'm a very good employee. (laughs) So I had my coffee, and I was walking up the street, and I, ha- I had two guys cat call me. The one guy called me sweetie. I was like, thank you, I'm not your sweetie, leave me alone. The other guy said something, and I won't say what it was, but he did threaten to choke me and not with his hands? Is that, is that very clear to the people in the audience? Okay, so that was horrifying. I asked him to repeat himself. I don't know why I needed to hear it a second time. <laughs> It was not any more reassuring that I was safe uh, at all, but uh, yeah, he said it as if he was telling me he liked my scarf, Um, which, I mean, he wanted to be a scarf in a sense, one that was on a little too tightly. Uh, It was very kind of scary, and I looked at him, and I told him that that was a really disgusting thing to say, you know, because it is, and I was holding on to my coffee, particularly the lid of my coffee, and he looked at me, and he said, don't do it. And it was almost like he said, you should totally do it. (laughs) And guys, I'm really happy to tell you that I super duper did it. I fucking took the lid right off that copy and I fucking hit him and I landed him. And guys, he was steaming both literally and figuratively. (laughs) 
because it was a brand new Tim Ho or, uh, McDonald's coffee that I just bought. Uh, so there was a moment of satisfaction, which uh, immediately went away when he started chasing me up the street. That's kind of where it all went downhill. That was like, okay, this is no longer fun. I could die, I need to run out. And so he's screaming at me, I'm screaming at him, I'm trying to get someone's attention, and then lo and behold, three construction workers walk out of a building. Guys, I hate construction in this city so much. I've never been so relieved to see three construction workers in my life, because I said to them, I was like, this man's trying to assault me, he's like, no, I'm not, and it's like, well then why are you chasing me? Um, and they managed to hold on to him while I managed to escape. And I was holding my empty coffee, and I was like, wow, I really wish I got to drink this, uh, but it was also super worth it to not. I really just went to splash him and then take a sip, but I really emptied out the whole thing. And then I realized, I was like, wait a minute, I just paid $2 to throw hot coffee at a man. Worth every penny. <laughs> Guys, throwing hot coffee at a man could be more expensive than axe throwing in this city. I would still do it every single day if I could. I'm not going to be here at the end of the night, but I'd still love it if you voted for me. I've been Lucy Gervais. Have a beautiful rest of the night. How good is she, you guys? How good is she? I don't want anyone to not have a fair shot, so I'm gonna to try to like remind you. Just remember, Lucy, first one through the coffee, all right? Keep it in your brain. It's not fair, because right now you're like, that was good. You're gonna see like eight other comics and completely free, so everybody just keep everything fresh in your mind. All right, thank you. Quick note to the comics, if there's anyone I didn't tell, we gotta be really tight for time comic-wise tonight. I know you're like, and you're still fucking talking? It's quickly. <laughs> we gotta be really tight for time. If you go over, the, your set time limit, you know how time, you, what it is. If you hit a minute over your time, we're just fading up music and I walk on stage. Like that, okay? As he's doing to me, rightfully so. So if you guys see that, it doesn't mean we hate them, it doesn't mean they suck, it doesn't mean they don't get a shot at winning, but it does mean like their set's gonna end weird. All right, now that everybody knows that, okay, is that fair? Uh, let's get a back roll in this next comic, again. I mean, I, it's going to get redundant. Another past champion, another freaking bad boy, a guy that I feel like is really just biting my style. He's doing it a lot like I do. I love it and hate it at the same time. I'm like, that's so fun. You better not steal my spots, though. Uh, he's great. He's a local. I love him. Uh, give it up for Dan Pierce, everybody. <laughs> today I, I was watching old people at the mall uh, because somebody has to, you know. Uh, if an old man falls over the food, uh, in the food court and no one's there to laugh, doesn't make a sound, you know. Uh, I was staring at the, this round old man who was sitting on a bench. Uh, he just looked like someone played dress up with a potato, just like liver spots head to toe like i wasn't even sure uh if he was a person covered in liver spots or a liver spot covered in person it's just like inappropriate there are children walking around and i, I work in the mall so i see this man every day he's always sitting on the same bench in the same spot and he'll just like sit and pivot his head from side to side and watch people visiting the mall. And I realized the other day, I don't think this man ever visited the mall in the first place. I think that one day he just sat down on the bench, refused to leave, and then they slowly built the mall around him. 
It's weird that malls are supposed to be the place where like hip young teenagers hang out, but then when you go to a mall, you realize it's just a retirement home with escalators. Like, like that's what you do. You become a mall person. You go hang out with the other mall people and talk about how Tim Hortons won't stop raising their prices. You know, that's that's how it goes. Do you think uh, do you think when one old person wants to join a group of other old mall people, they uh, they they haze them? You know, because because old people are known for saying things that are homophobic and racist, but maybe they're just trying to prove they have what it takes to be part of the gang, you know? Like, Henry, if you want to be one of us, you have to call Anderson Cooper a faggot in front of your grandson. <laughs> hey, he said it, not me, folks. That's uh, that imaginary man that I just made up. He's the villain. I, uh, I have anxiety, I have to take a medication for my anxiety, and one of the side effects of the medication is that it completely kills my sex drive. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm just like you. I love sex. I just don't like anything about it. Like, I, I hate dirty talk, I'm really bad at it. My girlfriend will be like, come on, Dan, tell me what you're really thinking about. And I'll be like, what was the name of the kid from the never-ending story? It's been driving me crazy all week. I don't even like looking at my dick half the time. My dick looks like a camel that fell on the floor of a barber shop and somebody cut the hump open. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I wore loose boxers growing up, so anytime I'm on the bottom, it's just like my balls just go spelunking in my gooch. It's just like rotten grapes inside a pirate's beard. It's nasty. And it's gotten to the point where I can't even watch porn anymore. It's like a horror movie. I'll just be watching it like, oh, look behind you. It's a guy who went to community college. It's terrifying. I guess, I guess I just think it's a little overrated. You know, people do so many crazy, ridiculous things just for the sake of, like, getting laid. Like, I'm guilty of the same thing. I remember when I was in high school, I was in love with this girl named Lashana. Weird, I know. I don't look like someone whose first love would be named Lashana. Uh, I don't look like I have someone in my phone named Lashana, but, but she was the one. And uh, one night, I remember I was talking to her on the computer, and in the middle of our conversation, she said, hey, if you get on your webcam and show me your dick, I'll give you a blowjob. Pretty sweet deal, right? Because as a young man, I'd thrown out my dick a few times, and up until then, all I got for it was a ride home early from the pool party, you know? It's not a, not a hot commodity, 15-year-old boy penis. Well, depending where you are, but we won't get into that. So, and I didn't really care anyway, because my, at the time, my webcam was such a piece of shit that it probably didn't even look like my dick, you know? Like, the, the image was so pixelated and grainy, it probably looked more like a mosaic than anything. Just a mosaic of denim jeans and limp dick, that's what she got from me. Uh, so I did it, you know, advanced to go collect one blowjob. That's how it went down. And I, I showed up to school the next day, and I was sitting in class beside my friend Connor. And a little thing about my friend Connor is he was a complete computer wizard, like big-time nerd. And as I was sitting beside him, he kept laughing to himself. And I said, what's so funny? And he said, that wasn't Lashana that you were talking to last night on the computer. <laughs> And you better pay for my lunch for the rest of the week, because if you don't, I'm going to tell the whole school that I have a video of you showing me your penis. And I said, so let me get this straight. You want me to do what you say, because if I don't, you're going to tell the whole school that you have child porn on your computer. <laughs> you certainly boxed me into a corner this time, Connor. 
All right, that's all for me, folks. Thanks for having me back. This show's always a lot of fun. Let's bring back your host. Dan Pierce, everybody. He put the mic higher than he needed to to big time me. It was like this. You see that? Trying to make me feel bad about myself. I'm tall enough. Dan Pierce, I, I'm going to try to do this all night. I'm going to give a little bit of a reminder for who everybody was. Dan Pierce, child porn guy. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Dan Pierce, but I did go, go to the bathroom and get a drink uh, while you were up here. So that's all I saw. So we got Lucy through the coffee, Dan Pierce, child porn guy. Also, nice new hoodie. You could tell from the hoodie, that's new. It hasn't even been washed yet. Did that look sharp or what? This is me trying to make up for what I said 40 seconds ago. Uh, your next comedian, absolutely wonderful. Yet another past champion literally won this fucking show her very first time ever on stage. What a badass. What a cool lady. And I know for a fact that her mom is here because we fucking talked earlier about how she was running late, dude. <laughs> how sick is that? Give it up for the sickest comic here, Michelle Patrice. Uh, hello. Hello. It's so great to be here, but it's actually really great to be right here because the last time I performed was a Crazy Eight show, and it was on the roof of the apartment of our host, Jamie. So that was during a windstorm, and I'd like to give a shout out to Jamie for letting us back inside. Thank you, thank you. So windy. And wind is a tricky bitch, and a little bit of a perv. Like, I'm a pretty confident woman. I've come to terms with all of the wacky places that my body chooses to store fat, and you catch me on a super windy day, my insecurities just come to the fore. It's like my shirt is blown up into my face, my skirt's riding up my back, and I access these deep levels of surprise Cirque du Soleil flexibility trying to like, hide my shameful bits. <laughs> and the worst part is then I feel guilty about feeling ashamed about my body, and it's like wind has blown off my feminist badge. <laughs> I worked really hard for that badge. I took a BuzzFeed quiz about my level of privilege and everything, all right? And I, and I crushed it. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. It's like women's magazines warn you your whole life about being beach body ready, and they never give you the heads up about wind body. I feel, I feel really misled. And I also don't really need Mother Nature exposing my flaws because I'm already a woman with a Twitter account, so I'm, I'm pretty set. Uh, hell, I have OCD, like if you want to know what's wrong with me, you can just see my alphabetized laminated list in my wallet. It's ready to go. <laughs> Anytime for you. Yeah, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. That's why I'm here. Uh, anyone else here dealing with OCD? Show of excessively clean hands? Anyone? Uh, I think I'm seeing an odd number, which... Uh, <laughs> not loving it. So... <laughs> If you'll indulge me, I'm gonna do another little poll. Anyone else coming out of a depressive episode lately? Ah, yeah, same. But is it really an episode though, if it's like two years long? I feel like that's a little more like a series. Mine felt like it was written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by Ken Burns. Just like endless, but riveting. It's so good. Um, but, Oh, I have to see where I'm at, sorry. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I feel like coming out of a depressive episode or series, if you will, is a little bit like coming out of a coma, I imagine. You know, you're refreshed. Seems like you've got everything going for you. And then you realize it's been two years and the world around you is much, much worse. You're good. The world, much, much worse. You want a donut? Yeah, it's gourmet now. It's $5. <laughs> Maybe you got some cool mail. No, all pap smear reminders. Literally. <laughs> Literally. The political landscape? Maybe that got better? Garbage fire. And to top it off, Full House is back for some reason. So, <laughs> Why did you even get up? Honestly, though, the worst blow, I think, were the $5 donuts for me. Like, food is very important to take it very seriously. Uh, to the point where I have this physical list that I've made. It's supposed to be a reminder of the most beautiful, magical things in the world to lift me out of my deepest, darkest depths if I ever think about, you know, ending it all. And I took a look at this list the other day, and the number one item was eating a Joe Louie. So, <laughs> yeah, I take it pretty seriously. To the point where I get major anxiety if I have to choose from a menu, like I research that ahead of time when I go out with friends. If a waiter comes at me with a special, I'm like, no, <laughs> come on, I was ready. But I mean, to be honest, choosing a menu item is not the most anxiety inducing thing about being out in public when you have OCD. It's public restrooms. Yep, eh, anyone really? It's like a tactical operation when you have OCD and you have to use a public restroom. Like you get in, you assess, you get through the nightmare situation, that's the stall, and then you get to the sink, which is my nemesis. And I'll explain it. If you find yourself at the tiniest rectangular sink in the world and you have OCD, you don't want your hands hitting the side. It's disgusting. So you have to carefully, with such focus, go through your compulsive behavior over and over to not hit your hands on the side and do it a certain amount of times. It's the kind of focus I've only ever seen in another human being in the movie Jurassic Park when that scientist is extracting the DNA from a mosquito. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's that level of focus. That takes a while, you get to the hand dryer and it does un undoes all your hard work because it's a futile exercise in blasting humid urine air around the room. And you start realizing, hey, I've been in this washroom for like a good 15, 20 minutes. My friends are probably wondering what's going on. Uh, so as you do, you fake your abduction. Because, because mental health stigma. But then you realize that from the depressive series, you learned a, a valuable lesson. You really should stop lying about being entangled in a web of human traffickers and just admit you have a little bit of OCD. All right, I'm Michelle Petridis. Thanks. Michelle Petridis, come on! I was saying her name, I was saying it wrong, so I was like, what if I just hold the Patrice? Uh, what am I, stupid? Yes. Uh, very funny, all right. The reminder for Michelle's set, Windy Bits. I've decided this while I'm sitting down. Michelle, remember her by being like, oh yeah, Michelle was Windy Bits, okay? I don't wanna keep wasting your time, so we're gonna keep rolling on. Uh, your next comedian, last comedian before the intermission, so don't worry if you have to pee and be like, ooh, should I go, wait till after. Don't, oh, if you do, I'm right back there and I'll trip you. Uh, everybody, this guy's great. He's actually going on like a cross fucking Canada tour soon. I don't know if I'm pumping him up too much. He's going across Canada tour, but he's not that good. There we go, evened it out, is that good? He's, he's one of my favorite comedians. I love him so much. Give it up for Jacob Balshin, everybody. Hey. 
Fuck yeah, how the fuck's it going? What the fuck was that ghost doing in the room? What the fucking shit? Too many fucks. Okay, we're losing already. No $50 for me. All right, have a good night, everybody. (laughs) I found weed young. I found weed in the third grade. I found my dad's weed, so I called my dad at work to ask him what it was, and my dad lied to me, and he told me what I found was a product from his work. That was his lie, and I believed that lie until a few months went past. One day, a police officer came into my school to teach the whole class what drugs are. (laughs) Yeah, and the first thing he did was he took out a big bag of weed, and he said, can anyone in this class tell me what this stuff is called? And I was like, I got this. And he called on me. And I was like, officer, not too sure what that stuff is called. But I know my dad sells it for a living. So. (laughs) Narked out my dad. Oh, baby. I get my weed from my dad. He's the best. He's a great drug dealer. You guys get your weed from my dad? He's sick. Dude, he fucks my mom. He does it all. Oh, I need to smoke weed. I went to school for philosophy. That's what happens when you smoke enough weed. You guys know how philosophy works? The way it works is a professor comes in the room, and he's like, hey, do you think you exist? And you're like, I think I exist. And he's like, do you know you exist? You're like, I think I know I exist. And he's like, do you think I exist? You're like, I think you exist. And then you make minimum wage until you're dead. That's how it works. <laughs> the worst. Don't laugh at my life. <laughs> I worked at a Pizza Pizza after university. I didn't even know that was possible. You guys been to Pizza Pizza? It's the worst. Oh my God, it's a public bathroom that sells pizza in their waiting area. That's... If you came to Pizza Pizza while I was working there and you tried ordering pizza without using our bathroom, I would just be like, excuse me, sir, can't you see this pizza's for our customers only? Get some respect. I used to work at the Bulk Barn too. You guys fans of the Bulk Barn? Yeah, those are the people who smoke weed for sure. (laughs) Bulk Barn's the best. No, they don't package any of their food, so everyone who comes in just shoplifts with their face and then leaves immediately. (laughs) No one buys anything at Bulk Barn, but they weigh the food. They shouldn't weigh the food at Bulk Barn. They should weigh you when you walk in. They should weigh you again when you leave, and whatever weight you put on, they should just charge you in sour keys. That should be it. Oh, I love shitty jobs. I got fired from one of my jobs one time. I worked at a pet store. Is this a good reason to get fired? I, uh, I thought it would be funny to teach the... There we go. Nailed it already. It was funny. Have a good night. Uh, I thought it would be funny to teach the birds there to call customers pedophiles. Come on. That's hilarious. I didn't even successfully teach a bird to call anyone a pedophile. I just got caught yelling pedophile at a bird. That's <laughs> Not explaining that to HR. This is a hard night for me. This is a big night. I, uh, I got some bad news recently. Uh, my, mom, my mom's sick, so this is, I like doing comedy. And, uh, and, and I, got, I got told by the doctor that uh, like, it's looking really bad, but she, they said... Um, if I manage to get 50 bucks by the end of the night, she'll survive, so. You know, you can vote for me or you can kill Ellen Balshan. It's up to you. Her faith is in your hands. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I used to come on a carpet as a kid. I really shouldn't do this one. Um, 
Sometimes my little sister's car. Okay, we're not going to do this one. Not... I'm for sure cum carpet guy after this. Kyle's going to come up, be like, you vote for cum carpet guy? I'm not doing it. I, uh... Here, I'll talk about a little past trauma from my life. I like to use comedy to make things silly that happened to me that was terrible. Uh, when I was a kid, a man broke into my house, and he beat the shit out of me. It was this older man. He lived next door to me, and he came in the house one day, and he just started beating me up. And I, and I had to go to a police station later that day and talk to a police officer. And this officer came up to me, and he was like, Hey, Jacob, just so you know, that man who broke into your house, the reason that he did that was because he was a pedophile. And he just wanted to steal your little sister's underwear. And I remember looking back at that officer and saying, Officer, that's the most disgusting thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. And he was like, Jacob, if you think that that's disgusting, then you should see how much cum we found in your sister's carpet, because it is. <laughs> Guys, vote for me or my mom's going to die. Have a good night. <laughs> He's the cum carpet guy. Give it up for Jacob. <laughs> no, we'll call him Bulk Barn. All right. So that's good, right? That was a funny, it's something to remember from it. So that means that we got thrown the coffee. We got windy bits. Uh, you guys know. I'm not going to go through all of them. We're going to do a quick intermission. Go grab a drink. Go to the bathroom. Do whatever you can. And we're going to uh, start back up in like five to ten. All right? Fucking go. Hurry. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Okay. Um, we are going to do our door prize draws right now. So uh, have you got your raffle tickets? Has everyone, everyone here got their raffle tickets? We're going to be doing four of these draws. Very exciting. I'm going to draw the first one right now. Are you ready? Two, zero, two, eight, five. Three, seven. <laughs> Yay! You know what? Um, we'll we'll just we'll get you to collect your prize right at the back from Demelza there, uh, and you can choose it. You can choose whichever one you would like. There's four prizes. There's one from Long Slice, one from David's Tea, one from Starbucks, and one from Second City. And the Second City one is two uh, tickets to a Second City show. Pardon me? The long slice one is on its way. <laughs> I assure you. I assure you. All right. Prize number two. Two, zero, two, eight, five, four, seven. Four, seven. All right. You can go back and collect your prize from Demelza. It ends with four, seven. I really want to thank the sponsors for donating these prizes. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a really good thing. Uh, so thank you. It's a really good thing. 
0-2-0-2-8-4-5-8. Well, this seems odd. This is my mother winning this one. This, this shouldn't be allowed to happen. My mother came all the way here. You know, I, I, I did this, the, the sixth crazy eights I did at my house so that my mother could come to my house. My mother has a very difficult time with stairs. She made it up all the stairs tonight, everybody. So uh, she just won a prize for that. Thanks, Mom. If we, weren't, if we weren't under such like a tight time constraint, I could go on about my mother because she's really wonderful. So. But I have other numbers to read. I have a job to do. 202-8523. And this is my <laughs> Hey, this is what you do. You have family f support you for these shows, right? Everybody knows it. Family and friends. So it'll be the long slice prize. Absolutely. Now I, I don't have quite as, um, quite as much to say at this point. I'm just going to bring up your host, and we're going to get rolling on with this show because we are done at 10 o'clock. I'm going to bring up your host. Big round of applause for Kyle Bergstresser. Yeah! We did it. Everybody won, and we're uh, really trying to convince ourselves this isn't rigged. It's not. I can say just from knowing Jamie, who is like, too nervous that he just shook your hand wrong to even shake your hand at all, he would not risk rigging a competition. I promise you it would kill him in real time. I promise you there's absolutely no way that is something that he pulled up. It's good. That's a great quality to have. I feel like I have that kind of quality too where I can get away with whatever because people would be like, you fucking wouldn't dare. I got such a like face of someone you want to just beat up, right? Like, why would I heist? If I if 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 I committed a crime, even if I didn't commit a crime and a face similar to mine came, they would just select it. They'd be like, I just want that guy in jail, you know? Like that's that's what I mean. I don't know. That's how my brain works. You know what? I'm gonna let you draw one more time. No, 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 we're not. No, absolutely not. Oh God, I'm kidding. Oh great. <laughs> People think that there's like, there's a real scale of reactions to stand-up comedy. There's like laughter at the top and you'd think booing is at the bottom. But a woman who has trouble with stairs that just climbed three stories of stairs revoking her prize because of what you said, that is so far below booing. I'm the saddest I've ever been in my life right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> no, that is at... It's fine. Please keep your prize. I'm going to reiterate again. Jamie would, would lose his mind if he tried cheating at anything. 
It actually must be. Jamie's wife is here. It must be so relaxing to be married to him because, like, you'd know if he fucked up. There'd be absolutely no way. Imagine if, if he was at the grocery store and he asked a woman what apples costed. You'd be like, is everything okay? <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> yeah. Jamie, I love you. This None of this is out of spite. Oh, no. I'm just attacking your whole family today. The Kyle Bergstresser sneak attack show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, feed it to me, man. Hey, give it to me. I fucking deserve it, man. I have all of this coming. I don't know. I'm trying to even think of like a, a joke to do, but I can't. I, uh, oh, you know what? I got something I could do uh, real quickly. Okay, so I am, um, I'm a comedian, as you can see, and I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I make some mistakes that make people uh, not be a big fan of me. What happens with that is, um, especially a big part of being a comedian, is you kind of have to, you can't, you can't commit to like a full-time job, right? You, like you can't do that kind of thing. Um, so that means that as a grown man, I don't want to blow your minds, but I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to be 30 in like less than a year. Ugh. Oh, God, that's bad. Boy, did that change how you think of me? It's fine. This happens to me uh, once a week. Um <laughs> But what that means is that I need to apply for jobs that are made for, like, teenagers. Um, and I need to do that as, as me. And that's fine, except that it's, it seems like all of those jobs, like, let's say you're applying, for example, here. I'm, I'm going to proofread something for you is what's going to happen. And they're asking me to write a cover letter. And I'm doing it, but I feel like um, I'm not nailing it, and I just want some feedback. I'm going to read this to you, and I just, after the show or whatever... Uh, We'll do everything and I'll let you guys, I'll just give you guys, just give me some feedback on it, all right? Uh, so let's start. Um, so this is the last one I wrote. It's for Home Depot. Uh, it starts like this. Dear sir, uh, bad start. Um, it would mean so much to me <laughs> to gain employment at your specific Home Depot location. I'm sure it's the standalone greatest location in all of the city. And I bet that's because you guys do things a little differently over there. <laughs> You're probably just a real quirky bunch. Oh, boy, that's fun. I'm excited not only for all the wild conversations we could have about what day of the week it is and what that means. Grumpy Denise is always a little grumpier on Tuesdays, Will Quip. As though you didn't force me to wop, mop up piss yesterday. I'm sorry for accidentally saying a racial slur. That's not in the letter. Wow, I'm for sure psyched about having to be there several days a week. Not only for Grumpy Denise, but also to pursue my truest passion, selling long pieces of wood to men who look like my dad. Do you give out nicknames that make grown men feel like children? <laughs> I hope so. I love that. Oh boy, Home Depot. Let's work there, the two of us. Oh man. Do you play hacky sack or own a longboard? Wow, and you're my boss? So chill. What a treat. Sir, I love wood and toilets a lot. Do you have coffee breath all the time? We're going to argue about everything. I bet you take all your dumps at home to avoid time theft, a topic you're very passionate about. 
I bet you're going to eventually start to make me feel guilty about how long my bowel movements take. Mine are shorter, you'll say. Well, I'll explain that to my anus, I'll say. <laughs> it's actually more up to your small intestine, you'll say. And I'm not even sure you're right about that. So now I gotta start sneaking around to take my dumps. Well, guess what? I like to sneak. Maybe we'll have sort of like a Tom and Jerry thing going on. You'd like that, wouldn't you, sir? You're a shit guilter. Fuck you, sir. I hate you, and I haven't even met you. In closing, I don't care about Home Depot, and neither do you. <laughs> Truly ask yourself, do you really care, big picture? Life is bigger than this. Just give me this stupid fucking job, you idiot. I'm so old and embarrassed. I cannot keep eating packs of relish for supper. I bet you love Tyler Perry movies. You're honestly my worst enemy. I'd like a transfer to another department immediately. I'm gonna sue you. Kyle. <laughs> so any notes you have on that, please give them to me. For now, let's move on into the comedy. Uh, your first comedian after the break, I'm 90% sure who it is. Now I'm 100% sure. One of my very close friends. I love him so much. I hug him and kiss him just for fun sometimes. I didn't have to say that. And we're going to bring him on stage right now. His name is Will Christensen. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Hi, my name's Will. I'm what they call a save the marriage baby. Anyone here a save the marriage baby? Anyone save their marriage with a baby? No. I thought not. You can't save a marriage with a baby. They're underqualified. Like, how'd that conversation go? My dad just comes home from work just like, Honey, our marriage is saved. I've got us this great marriage counselor. He's 10 minutes old. He can't talk. He's really cute. She's just like, what's his rate? And it's like, it's all of our money till we both die. <laughs> it's gonna work a miracle. I didn't work a miracle. I didn't save that marriage. Uh, I don't think it's my fault though. Like you need a master's degree to become a marriage counselor, right? And, and babies, like they barely know how to shit themselves. Like, they know it happens, yeah, but they don't really know why. And to be frank, they don't have a lot of time to figure out the mechanics of the situation. They have a marriage to save. <laughs> uh, we got legalized. You guys hear about this? Weed's legal? Yeah. Anyone smoke weed in here? Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and you all have depression, is it? <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just <laughs> move on from that joke. <laughs> oh, man, this is tough. <laughs> you guys ever see someone taking the stairs one step at a time, and you're just like, get a job. What are you doing? This is city life, okay? If you're not taking it three steps at a time, you don't really want it. I have a job. I teach people to use the stairs to my own personal satisfaction. <laughs> Pay's not great, but I'm a pro, okay? I get them going three at a time, five at a time, nine at a time. Everyone else says I'm just pushing people down the stairs. <laughs> but I'm the professional. 
No, let's bring it down a bit. <laughs> let's get serious. Um, yeah, there's a show about mental illness. I'm mentally ill. Uh, you can tell because this is what I chose to wear. Um, there's paint on the pants and a rainbow belt. Okay, I need a smile. <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm actually doing a lot better. I, I have anxiety, I have depression. Um, I used to be very, very sad. I used to be very, very upset, but now I feel pretty good about life. Um, but it, it, got, it got really bad, though. It got really bad a couple of years ago. I was so upset and so depressed and so in the middle of Kid A, the Radiohead album, that I decided I was gonna kill myself. <laughs> Which is a noted side effect of Radiohead that's not talked about enough. So. So yeah, I decided I was gonna kill myself. Uh, I got on the subway and I took it over to Sherburn Station just to kind of show you where my mind was at. <laughs> I, I, I walked out, I got on that, uh, that little pedestrian bridge over the DVP, you know, you know that one that you, uh, that you won't die if you jump off? <laughs> you guys familiar? Yeah, I was standing there for a while. I was in a really bad place uh, and I was just watching the cars go by underneath me, just like building up the courage to jump. And I was finally about to but then this couple walked onto the bridge and they looked to be like third date and I didn't want to fuck that up. <laughs> like no one's getting laid after that, right? Like that's not a romantic thing to see. Just back at her place later, the guy's just like, Ugh. and she's like, we saw a guy die. <laughs> not gonna fuck it. Hand job at most. That's the rule for suicides. <laughs> so I played it off, you know, I'm cool. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, <laughs> I played it off, I was just like, oh, that's what the outside of the bridge looks like. All right, learn something new every day. So I kept walking, uh, I kept walking down Sherburn Street. I was trying to figure out other ways to do it. You know, I had a busy week ahead of me. I wanted to get this out of the way. <laughs> so as I was walking down the street, uh, I was like looking down and then I looked up and I saw this big crowd of people. And everyone's freaking out, like everyone's so anxious and they're all nervous and they're all pointing up. So I looked up and I saw a man sitting on the edge of a building getting ready to kill himself, just completely stealing my thunder. <laughs> I had plans today, sir. <laughs> I felt really out of place in that crowd too, right? Like, because everyone's yelling all these like super nice things at him. Like everyone's just like, don't jump, we all love you. But I'm down there just like, how'd you get access to the stairs? <laughs> There's a padlock. It's well secured. Thanks, guys. I'm Will. Hello, Christians and everybody. When he's talking about that, it really reminded me of something. When I, when I was young, I fell down the stairs one time, and I did it while I was holding a cup of water. <coughs> and I remember I could have been okay, but I got so hurt because I was like, I can't spill this water. Like, I didn't have enough time to prioritize things because of gravity. So I was just like, oh, no. So I did everything I could to make sure that that water was okay, and I got so injured. So just for the rest of my life now, I just always hold a cup of water whenever I can, and now I can't do that. It's, it's a great suicide prevention thing for at least me and anybody else who relates to that story, all right? Okay. This next comedian uh, is also fantastic. It's, she's also another one of the reasons that I don't kill myself. Uh, also, life is good. Um, <laughs> please give it up for the wonderful, the amazing, the talented Melanie Dolly.
high stakes, Kyle. I don't know. Just trying to kind of look out for myself, but that's, that's fine. I'll take that on, too. I'll take that on, too. <laughs> I, uh, hello, hello. It's, uh, hi, it's nice to see you. It's nice to be here. I, um, I was going to do, like, a crowd work thing, but it's, like, uh, probably ill-advised at a mental health-themed show. Like, some of us, it was a lot just to be here. I don't want to be like, you! <laughs> you know, ah, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh, I could be, like, a traditional, like, club comedian, like, club host. Like, do we have any uh, persistent anxiety daydreams in the house? Huh? I, I do. <laughs> I do. Mine's always pushing. Someone's always pushing. I always think someone's going to push me. What do you think that means? Well, I certainly can't afford to pay someone to find out. <laughs> uh, you seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> I like it better that way. It's good. It's good. Um, I am I am excited. This is a nice a nice time of year. It's the autumn. Mm, it's a nice it's nice. Yeah, Starbucks brought out the good syrup. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling ruthlessly optimistic. <laughs> I just want to like scale the side of a building and set up a small business when I get up top. It's a good time. I like I like the autumn because it's it's bittersweet because we're probably all wearing like our coolest jacket right now like the one that really makes you feel cool but only for two weeks. <laughs> it's special. It's a special time of year. I uh, I think this is the time of year that you should feel you should feel your biggest emotions this time of year. Really get them out there. Really get them out there because like in the summer you were too hot. It's too hot. You can't feel anything. And in the winter, in the winter, your belly's going to be all full. Yeah? <laughs> so in the winter, I'm like, for me, it's like the absence of emotions. So I'm just like, is potatoes a feeling? Let's put some of those in there. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, thank you. Me, I feel very validated. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's, a, it's a good, it's a, it's a poignant time, a poignant. Uh, am I saying that right? Sounds pretty good, right? It's a poignant time of year because it's like you look at a tree and it's beautiful, but it's beautiful because it's dying. Because <laughs> it's dying. Like, it's the only time of year that's also a poem. <laughs> so really, I want you to all like feel your feelings, like really, uh, like go home and like hold your lover's face in two hands and <laughs> learn how to scream something in Italian. See, <laughs> figuri. See, I did it. That felt good. That felt good to me. <laughs> so, it's a. Uh, it's also okay. I wasn't going to address this, but it's a spooky time of year, right? It's spooky. Yeah, October. That's a spooky month, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, my seasonal affective disorder hasn't kicked in yet, but I know it's coming. <laughs> yes. What's that rolling over the mist? Oh, is it my complete lack of motivation? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, but I just remembered it all all at once. Just now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, um, I have seasonal affective disorder. Sad. That's, that's me. It's, um, it's, I don't really know. Like People ask me, what does it feel like? I don't really know. Like 
doesn't really feel like anything, which is the problem. Am I right? <laughs> but if I had to describe it as like a feeling, as a texture, I would say it's kind of like, you know, uh, that fuzzy, plushy material that like robes and pajama pants are made out of? And at first you're like, this is cozy. And you're like, have some tea in front of a space heater and fall asleep. And then you wake up like, <gasps> like just covered, just covered in your juices. <laughs> and, and you're and you're like, oh, I'm like too groggy to like get out of bed and change. But I know I'm not going to like fall back asleep. So you just kind of sit in it. It's like that, uh, and if you're me, you're also listening to the Goo Goo Dolls. Because <laughs> you blame just to know you're alive. You know the words. All right. So <laughs> but uh, someone once asked me, like, what does it feel like? And I was like, well, okay. Uh, it, it feels like I want to hurt myself, but not so that I, like, die or anything. Um, just so that people feel weird inviting me places. <laughs> like... I want to get a lot of those awkwardly worded emails like, we'd love to have you, but we understand if you're not feeling up for it. Hun, she's not going to come, is she? <laughs> oh. Can probably just get the one bag of bits and bites. Because I'll tell you this, I don't like to leave the house, but if I do, I'm going to need a bag of bits and bites. Good night. <laughs> How about that, man? Think about all of that. Every one of those, um, I'm going to quit giving you lines for each comedian. Uh, and I was about to disguise that as like, because you know what? I trust you. I've just been drinking and I can't remember. Uh, but everybody's been good, right? How fun is this show? <laughs> Melanie, was, Melanie was talking about, uh, actually, a lot of people have been talking about this, depression and things like that. Oh, it's almost like that's the theme of the show. I was I was I've been going through a thing like recently uh, where I I wasn't depressed as I was like no I'm not depressed because that would mean something was winning and I'm a fucking man and I win everything and then uh, just recently I started smoking weed again uh, and then I smoked weed and then I watched anything and then I went oh yeah happiness <laughs> I was like oh yeah just a general feeling of satisfaction from taking in stimulus oh yeah I've didn't been depressed for years like it was. Just, it was anybody? Anybody ever been through this? Come on. All right, your next comedian has been through this too, maybe, or maybe he hasn't. God, am I bad at this or what? He's wonderful. It's his first time on the show, but he's absolutely fantastic. Please, everybody, give it up for James Cummins. Jim, easy. I've been on the show before, and I. I really had a beautiful message last time, too, guys. Maybe you should go back and listen to it. But listen, guys, it's getting cold outside. Um, I love summer weather. Uh, I love barbecue weather. I'm getting to the age now where some of my friends are starting to bring babies to the barbecues, all right? Now, one of my boys, the most Italian guy from my high school, he has a son now. His name, Lorenzo Rocco Vincenzo. <laughs> most Italian baby I've ever seen in my life. And he doesn't cry like, wah, wah. He cries like, oh, hey. <laughs> I asked the mom, you know, what was his first words? She said it was actually a beautiful moment this winter. She was breastfeeding him. Popped the tit out of his mouth. He said, ma, I wanted milk, not gelato. 
This tit is ice cold. But yeah, babies, man, childbirth. They say childbirth hurts. I think getting kicked in the balls is worse. Now listen, we'll never know each other's pain, but I've heard women have a baby and say, let's have another. Babies, babies are good news. A lot of good news this summer. One of my friends recently came out of the closet, all right? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. He wasn't doing a good job holding all that gay inside. All right, we all knew. His parents knew. Everyone was cool with it. I asked, you know, what took so long? He said, well, I was an athlete up until college. I guess that makes sense. You know, you don't want your teammates to know. Well, what sport did you play? He said, gymnastics. <laughs> the fuck? There's homophobia in gymnastics. What event was it? He said, rhythmic gymnastics, guys. That's the one with the ribbon. Can you imagine the homophobic bully on your team? Just finished a beautiful routine, all the skips and twirls you could ask for. Walks off the mat, looks you in your beautiful gay eyes like, fag. That's funny, come on. But it hasn't been all good news this summer. One of my friends recently got a pretty serious STD. I asked him what happened, he said, I was watching American Pie, got this crazy idea to fuck a pie. Now, he wasn't going to fuck an apple pie. That shit is hot. Might burn his dick. Fucked a lemon meringue pie. Caught lemon AIDS. I'm just kidding, guys. It's just lemon HIV. It's not full-blown lemon AIDS yet. But yeah, guys, a lot of comedians want to kill themselves, all right? Can I get a whoop-whoop? No one feels that? I don't know. I felt it. I had a conversation with a friend, another comedian the other day. He said, how would you do it? I said, Me? I'll jump off a building. He said, don't do that. What if you're about to hit the ground and you know, want to live? I say, shit, be nice to feel after once. <laughs> oh man, guys. <laughs> nah, the truth is like for a couple years I was feeling pretty like, like life is gonna take a long time to end. I wasn't really happy about it, right? And uh, about last summer, I actually like, believe it or not, got, I'm not a religious person, I asked God for help, all right? I asked God for help, and a couple of days later, I found myself doing comedy, and I got addicted, all right? I found myself, you know, purpose, some passion, like something to look forward to in life. Life still hard sometimes, you know what I mean? And the last, like, last time I was on the show, I had, like, a pretty, like, nice, hopeful message. I've been feeling pretty sad for the last couple of weeks, maybe months. And now, I was, like, on the way here, I'm like, how am I supposed to bring, like, a nice message today, all right? I was listening to Eye of the Tiger <laughs> on the way down. I got inspired, guys. I was thinking about Rocky. Now, Rocky doesn't play defense, all right? Rocky gets punched in the face a lot. Hands are down, all right? And that's how I feel. Sometimes I'm not even defending myself against sadness, all right? I'm getting punched. I'm just getting hit. I'm letting it come in, all right? But what does Rocky do, okay? Rocky starts hitting back after, all right? And that's the thing. I'm not playing good defense against this sadness thing, but yo, now every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I got a show to look forward to. Oh, this, that, you know? I'm starting to hit back a little bit. I'm feeling good, all right? I'm not feeling good, but I'm feeling like... I feel like every once in a while there's something to be happy about, and you know what I mean? I don't want it to end now, you know what I mean? So I'm saying, if you're getting your ass kicked in the fight, keep fighting. If the fucking, you know, don't end the story because the chapter's hard. All right, that's it. <laughs> yeah, bring back your host. That's all. I'm done. <laughs> Jam easy, Cummins, everybody. Was it? Is that uh, poo poo on your shirt? Is that poo poo the third thing? Because men are shit. Yeah. 
Oh, way to go, man. We are, dude. Fuck us all. All right. We brought a headliner to this one. We haven't done this before, but we brought a headliner because uh, we think you deserve it. Do you guys think you deserve it, or should we all just fall asleep? Should we all just lay down and fall asleep? Yeah, I think we fucking deserve it. This headliner is incredible. Uh, they are one of my closest and dearest friends. I love them from the bottom of my heart. 2018's Sirius XM top comic winner, uh, a JFL 42 feature act. Uh, just so good. Going to Australia soon for a freaking TV taping. I love you. One of my best friends in the whole world. Everybody, give it up for Shanti Morostica. If I just did an ant impression for the next like 20 minutes, would you guys be into it? <laughs> oh, you weren't into it then. Uh, I like to test it out because that's my mom's whole vibe. You know, like, ah, ah, what? <laughs> I would get it, get in my pocket. I just want to wear you as a perfume. <laughs> get, it, get over here. <laughs> My pronouns are June and Marilyn. Respect my identity. Uh, give it up for uh, Kyle Burschuster, everybody. What a great host. Um, and give it up for these 40 shower curtains that are really doing the job. That makes me feel like I'm in a basement than this third level basement. <laughs> Comedy's so fucking weird and so unsafe for women. It's so like does don't you feel like you're in a basement right now? You are but you are you are above sea level. Doesn't feel like it. Feels gross. There's just they're like we're gonna put all of them here, but those those are just holes in the wall. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Usually though at comedy clubs it's like a brick wall backdrop because nothing makes women feel safer than like a back alley, right? <laughs> It's like a really weird, fucked up Russian doll. It's like there's a ba there's a basement in there too. <laughs> Every time I step on stage as a comedian, I'm always like, man, I feel like a woman. Incredibly unsafe at all times. <laughs> I um, that's the only time I feel like a woman though. Um, I don't identify as a woman. Uh, I am uh, very trans. I'm a trans person. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I. Uh, I just came out as a trans dude just a couple weeks ago, uh, and wow, wow, things are just great. great. Things are going great. <laughs> the world's really opening up for trans people. <laughs> it's weird and sad. Uh, I, I, I don't really get. I usually get a really averse reaction when I do come out as trans to people. People are like, "You're trans." Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck it. Like I what? That's a lot, you know. Like I'm like I'm 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 trans, as in like I was born in the wrong body, and I don't always feel comfortable in my skin. And people are like, oh. When you said, I'm so sorry. That's, uh, I'm so embarrassed. 
When you said trans, I was like, Ugh. I thought you said the transit system, and I was like, I was gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> I was gonna punch you clean, punch you clean in the nose. Like I felt that. I felt that. Like, actually, I'm trans. People are like, you make me late for work, and I'm like, I feel like that's not my. I feel like that's poor time management and not my community. It's weird though. I uh, I am I'm trans, but I I I I I know like from the back of the room, I look like a really cute guy. Like when I'm in the village, like gay men are like, "Hey, oh, I'm so sorry," you know. But uh, and uh, but I, I, I from far away, I look like a dude. But when you get closer, I look like a very pretty boy. And then you hear my voice, and you're like, "What's happening?" Uh, I'm not medically transitioned yet, so I I still. Uh, look like a woman to a lot of people, so it's 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 odd. Men don't speak to me the way I'd like men to speak to me, like my fellow dudes. You know, they're usually like, "Excuse me, sir, sweetie, I'm so sorry, you're a woman." Like, me too. Take my breasts, gross. Like the only time that men really address me as another dude is when I'm like this, when I'm unmistakably one of you. You know, and then I'll pop a hip because I'm sassy, and they're like, "Where'd that cool guy go?" Like, I'm right here, vaping, owning 10 hats. I don't know enough about men, but, like, I am one. But I'm like, is it just, like, is it hats? It's, like, vaping and hats, right? <laughs> is it vaping and hats? <laughs> okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> I love your glasses. Give me them. I'm a man. Um, no, but men will be like, oh, hey, man, can I bum a smoke? And I'm like, I'm going to ruin your day. You know, as soon as I turn around, you're like, Ugh. Like, hey, man, can I bum a smoke? I'm like, yeah, you need a light sugar tip. <laughs> but most men are just, like, unaffected by everything. And they're like, I, do you have, is this a bit? Do you have a lighter? I, what, what's happening? <laughs> it's weird. Men don't address me. Uh, men only address me when they're, like, uh, mistaking me for a celebrity that I don't look like, which is fun on a button. Like, they'll be like, hey, are you Katie Lang? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's me, 76-year-old Canadian songstress. K.D. Lang. 76! Just taking the Dufferin bus to Lilith Fair unless anybody... Anybody want to split on an Uber? Maybe got $5 off this month? Or when I, when I really like is like, oh my, hey, holy, are you Miley Cyrus? And like, yeah, it's me. 200 pound Miley Cyrus. <laughs> like, okay, like, gross. Like, okay, I'm like 196, but I have like 40 tampons in. Bah. <laughs> um, what given, like, what given, when do I look like Miley Cyrus? That's gr That's just, that's, I, I would wreck that ball. <laughs> like, men just need to get their eyes adjusted. This does not look like Miley Cyrus, unless you're just going out looking for celebrities, and you're like, George Clooney? You're just, like, touching... No. Like, you smell my daddy issues and the alcohol in my breath. You're like, Miley Cyrus? I'm like, it's me. <laughs> just stealing mayonnaise from a Dollarama? It's me, Miley Cyrus! <laughs> I have a dad! <laughs> my favorite, though, is, like, when men are like, oh, my God, is that Justin Bieber? And I'm like, you're fucking kidding me! He's so thin! <laughs> Sorry, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, it's just me, Justin Bieber. At my favorite sushi hotspot in Toronto, the Dufferin Mall Food Court. 
feel like I give off a really confusing vibe though. Like I'm trying to like I'm passing is very it's a very problematic term for trans people. Like I don't pass as male right now. I, I when I look in the mirror I see a man. I really always have since I was a kid. Like a, I guess I saw a boy because that would be weird. But like saw a man in the mirror, they'll be like, oh, what? Get out of my bathroom! I don't know. Um, but I, 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 my vi- I feel like my vibe right now is just like, I feel like it's either like a drunk dad trying to find his kids at a music festival. And I feel like I don't see it. Watch this. Aiden! Aiden! You see that little man? Aiden! Sorry. Jaden! my fault I named him that or like I look like a detective like on his last rope just trying to get his kids back and I'm like Diane I just want to see them like once a week without supervision (laughs) shut up I hate that you hated that I'm sorry like I'm the headliner like how mentally ill am I I'm like I I'm the biggest of them all (laughs) the most mentally ill (laughs) you don't like my dad vibe No, I'm very game, very queer. I'm very proud to be queer. I'm from Winnipeg originally. If you've ever heard of a hate crime, that's where it comes from. <laughs> so like, it's like this is what it's like when you uh, like. I look like small town queer. Like it was just like if you like everything about me like is really gay, and people will be like, it's a, no, in 2018 you can't. It's not no such thing as looking gay. Like I'm not trying to be subtle. I wake up looking like Smash Mouth every morning. I'm doing this on purpose. Because if you look at me, especially in small town Canada, if you look at me and you don't like this, you're not going to like this, you're not going to come like anything that comes out of this. You know what I mean? So this is me just like expressing myself so people don't fucking talk to me in Winnipeg. <laughs> and then I got too big for the city. I came to Toronto and I was like, yeah, yeah. where's the village? And then I was happy and I let everyone go. Um, no, I find it tr- like troublesome when like people are like, you're like, you don't, you, like, there's no such thing as looking gay. There very much is. Like, I feel like, but I feel like, where, where are my queer people at in the audience? LGBTQ representation. Get my, my friends here. Great. Good, good. Just like a lesbian that died in the wall here. Uh-huh. Um, no, I, <laughs> queer, queer people don't like, we don't have like a thing, like a, you know, like you know, like um, like people on a like Harley's or like biker guys will have like a we're both driving a bike. You know, they do like a Ugh. even streetcar drivers do a thing where they're like we're both at work. You know, they have no other option but to pass each other. That, and they have a thing. And queer people, we don't have a thing. And people will be like, oh, you have like your, the nod. Like queer people have the like. We're, we're both gay. But I don't fucking count that because, you know, if I counted the nod as a way to see other queer people in public, you know how often white people nod at everything? That's all you do. That's all we do is just like, yep, yeah, hot today, hot tomorrow. Yep, yep. Peanut butter's on special. Yep, yep, yep. If I tried to find a soulmate like that, I'd be like, Dad? It would just be, no. <laughs> I just, uh, I feel like as queer people, we get away, I get away with anything because being an ally is very confusing right now. Uh, like, I feel like I could come out, I, how do I explain it? Like, I'm watching straight people at the Pride Parade, like you guys are like, cool, 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 yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. There's, why don't any of you wear pants? I love, uh. <laughs> It's very confusing.
confusing. Like you let us get away with everything, but there's a there is a gray area. Like there's this, not everything that queer people do is okay. Like, but I feel like I have a rat tail, and most of my shirts look like they use they own a used car lot, and everybody's just okay <laughs> with it. Everybody's fine with it, but the, not everything we do is okay. I feel like I could come out on stage dressed as a pineapple and be like, "What? We're pineapples now!" <laughs> and all you straight people would be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 feel it out. You're the LGBTQP. Add some more letters." <laughs> Make your own make your own alphabet. Feel free. It's because you're free. You sing it. You know it. So go ahead. LGBTQB. They're pineapples now. Give them a break. Dole it out. Dole it out. LGBTQB. Yeah. Vitamin C. I yeah, I love the graduation song. Uh, um. What am I gonna end on? Oh my God. We've gone over. Uh, I uh, I'm very happy to be a queer person. I'm so uh, thrilled to be gay and. Nothing's coming. What am I going to end on? Did you see that? I was like, oh, I'm gay. I'm so <laughs> I just like, if you, if you know gay, like I recognize that I'm gay. I'm proud that I'm gay because I'm either gay or I'm like Guy Fieri the college years. <laughs> you know, I'm either gay or I'm like, I, 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 I'm, Jimmy, uh, I'm Jimmy Neutron's older delinquent cousin Shane. I'm either gay or I'm like, if Rufio and Peter Pan had a baby. Like, I'm gay or I'm Justin Bieber's twin aunt. <laughs> so it's totally cool if somebody is just totally queer. I've had such a blast entertaining you guys. I hope you've had a fucking blast. That's crazy. Let's give it up for Kyle Berkshire here and uh, for all the extras on it. because it's okay if you haven't. I'm just trying to get a gauge on this because we, oh boy, did we ever run late. Uh, who has already written down their picks? Uh, and real quick, Shanty's not in the running. Shanty won 25 grand. Shanty's okay. Shanty doesn't need the $50 for tonight. Shanty can go home and go to fucking bed, all right? Who's, who's written down all of their choices? If you haven't, I'm going to give you a quick rundown, really, really quick. And it's maybe not even fair. Lucy Gervais, Through the Coffee, okay? Dan Pierce, <laughs> Child Porn High School. I jotted these down quick. Michelle Petritas, uh, Windy Bits. Windy Bits. Jacob Balshin, Come Carpet Bulk Barn, is what I wrote. Uh, Will Christensen, The Bridge Suicide. Um, <laughs> Melanie Dolling, Seasonal Depression, Soaking in Juice. Uh, it's, uh, I did a double on that one. James Cummins, uh, wearing the men are shit shirt. I really did feel like that was like the stand-up. And Olivia Stadler, I wrote, peanut butter pussy. <laughs> and I think I wrote that because, God, that sounds cool, huh? Olivia, your first album needs to be called Peanut Butter Pussy. Um, so hopefully we got those collected. Uh, we're going to give it a second here. And I know what you're thinking. Wow, Kyle's standing there. He's got like anywhere from five seconds to a minute to kill. What's he going to do for that? And you're probably thinking he doesn't have a plan. You're probably thinking Kyle's up here just kind of talking loud and fast into a mic to kill time until we get the votes up here, you know? 
you're probably thinking that I'm maybe one of those type of comedians who like hasn't thought this through and uh, maybe didn't check in until the last minute to know that this is maybe one of those times where I have to have something prepared that's both like punchy and quick, but it doesn't matter if you don't hear it because you're too busy calculating your votes. Uh, but that's not the case. I just hope... I just hope that Jamie comes back here, thank you, um, and, and it doesn't interrupt me uh, doing this bit that I have prepared that is, that I have gotten ready so that I can fill this five to 95 seconds uh, in between us calculating the votes and choosing a winner. And so that vote is about the dog Marmaduke, um, or bit. The bit is about the dog Marmaduke. And while we're all voting... You guys notice that dog's big or what? <laughs> Hands together if you've noticed Marmaduke the dog is bigger than your average dog. Come on! Yes! Oh, is this stand-up or what? Hands together if you've noticed that in conjunction with the dog size, Marmaduke the dog gets in quite a bit of trouble. Come on! Come on! Hands together if you've noticed that Marmaduke the dog, albeit quite large, has really just the um, inner energy of a much smaller dog. Come on now, are we having fun or what? Anybody see that Marmaduke panel where... Um, where Marmaduke had been running earlier in maybe some muddy uh, uh, ground and then uh, went on the couch. <laughs> really give it up if you saw that one. Maybe give it up for like 45 seconds if you saw that comic. Give it up for 45 seconds if you saw the Marmaduke comic. Uh, where, where there had been some food set aside for maybe the husband or wife. And uh, rather than the husband or wife getting to have that food, Marmaduke excitedly had sniffed out that food and maybe opened the takeout container and instead had eaten the ham sandwich that was left uh, for Marmaduke's owner's wife. Ugh. Give it up for two and a half minutes if you've seen that one. Come on. Boy, are we doing this wrong or what? <laughs> yeah, we got to pick a winner, don't we? What's, um... Me and my grandma used to talk about Marmaduke cartoons. Um... And I remember the whole time talking to her. It was a weird age because, like... Um, we all have our taste. This is actually an interesting thing to talk about, I hope. <laughs> this is an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, maybe. Let's find out. Uh, where you have your tastes, but then you also have, like, what you're capable of. And I remember being a little kid, and I was like, I wasn't totally sure, but I was like 12 or 13, and my grandma really liked Marmaduke. And I was like, I think this might suck. <laughs> 
And I, but I didn't know how to like express that to my grandma. And so we would just talk about Marmaduke like it was funny. And I remember mo- sometimes she would, ex- she, what she would do is she had a Marmaduke book and she would explain different funny Marmaduke comics to me. And then I would laugh, but I, in hindsight, I was laughing at her laugh. I wasn't laughing at Marmaduke. I've given Marmaduke a lot of laughs that he didn't deserve. And let me tell you four, th- four more things about Marmaduke. Um, <laughs> great Dane. Uh, great Dane. More like uh, pretty good Dane. So that's two. Uh, Clifford was bigger. That's three. And Clifford was better behaved. How come Marmaduke never helped anybody with something they were struggling with? Can we not agree? And Clifford, uh, same color as your shirt. Please help me. I'm so out of ideas. And we did this as best as we could. Are we ready for, uh, we know who our winner is. We know who our two winners are. Yeah, we have two, we have two, we have two. All right, winner number one. Can we give it to winner number one? Tell me who it is. It's that one, that one. Thank you. So uh, for anybody who is Kyle Bergstresser reading the score sheet, the circled ones are the ones who won. Uh, winner number one, Jacob Bullshit, everybody. What a show, am I right? That was a good one. Crazy Eight number nine is in the books. And our two winners, again, Jacob Balshin and Melanie Dolling. I want to thank them so much. I want to thank everybody. Shanti, our headliner, uh, all the remaining comedians that performed, Kyle doing a stand-up job as usual. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors, Try Tie Tonight and long slice brewery uh we had second city in the house that night my gosh i had a tremendous help from my friend demelza at the door the list goes on and on and on my my friend rena and david's tea jessica and starbucks um armand and second city this show just doesn't happen without so many people and uh, i'm thrilled that i get to be part of it we're going to donate some cash 
to the Mood Disorder Association of Ontario. And then you know what? We're going to try and do this again next month. If this interested you at all, then come out to the show and check it out live. It's a lot of fun. I promise. I'll see you next month. Talk to you then. Be well and stay safe. A show of strength is a movement where I try to encourage courage. You can support a show of strength by visiting our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash a show of strength. For as little as $1 a month, you can join the movement and help make a difference advocating for mental health in the greater Toronto area and beyond. For questions, our social, and to subscribe, rate, and review the various shows we produce, you can visit www.ashowofstrength.com. Dot com.